Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And what are the indigenous issues which absolutely must be addressed by the next federal government, however it's made up and whoever leads it? Chief DeLorme joins us on The Roy Green Show. Chief, thank you very much for the time, and how are you doing? Good afternoon, Roy. Um, Sunday's good. It's my family day today, but I'm really happy to be spending a few minutes with you this afternoon. Well, thank you. What are the issues of greatest relevance to you, Chief DeLorme, in this federal election? Roy, I got a five-year-old daughter, and she's an Indigenous person. And we know from the missing and murdered Indigenous women and girls called to justice, the 231, the toughest person to be in this country is an Indigenous female. So, you know, I... I believe the truth and reconciliation calls to action. The, the authors of those are the over 100,000 residential school survivors who told their story. The 231 calls to justice from the missing and murdered. Those are action plans that every Canadian should be asking when MPs come to their door or, or ones that want to get elected. You know, what role are you going to play in these two? And within one generation, Roy, this country can be a lot better than where we're at. Yeah. Uh, I, I I truly believe that, and I certainly uh, hope so. I don't know if I can put hope and believe in the same sentence, but I just did, because it, sometimes, Chief, when we look at what is done by political parties and by governments, what they say on Tuesday is not followed through on, on Wednesday, and it just becomes uh, increasingly difficult to deal with the issues, certainly that First Nations are dealing with. We're starting to understand that more in the broader community in Canada. Would you assess for us then, please, how political parties have addressed and the interest they have shown in Indigenous issues, like the boil water advisories, consultation on Indigenous rights, as far as major energy and resource projects are concerned, the 94 calls to action of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission? What sense do you have about the resolution and the commitment the political parties bring to dealing with the issues you've raised and, and the ones I just raised, which are essentially the same? Uh, thanks, Roy. It's it's a uh, it's a Pandora box. Uh, the the uh, everybody must reset their compass a little bit when it comes to Indigenous people, Indigenous people included. You know, as one chief in this country, you know we have resets reassessed our governance structure to make sure we're ready to take on child welfare, as we have signed with Premier Mo and Prime Minister Trudeau two months ago. We're right now renegotiating funding models that are more long term rather than. Uh, just, you know, basic uh, making sure we stay above poverty. But from a, from, a pri- from a parliament perspective, you know, this system is a huge system. And I strongly believe, I met Aaron O'Toole. He came to Cowes' We Talked. I met Jagmeet Singh. He came to Cowes' We Talked. I met Justin Trudeau. He came to Cowes' We Talked. I, I strongly believe every leader has the best interest for Indigenous people of some perspective. Of course, they're... Their, their policies and their party perspectives may be varied, but it's the machine, you know. And I'll give you an example. When Cowses got child welfare, we were the first in the country. It sounds like it was an easy process, but it was tough to get to the mission. There was times where, you know, even MPs had to wait for bureaucracy to do their work, and bureaucracy was taking too long in some cases. So even my, my long-winded Pandora response box, uh, Roy, would be, Everybody has to reset their compass. Indigenous issues should be reassessed from a different perspective. I'm not saying outside Parliament, 
But sometimes when you put politics involved, we're always going to have these issues. Yeah. Uh, Chief Delorme, you know, I know, everybody listening to this program knows that politicians will react to what the public wants, to what the public demands. Do you have concerns the commitments to Indigenous issues that Canadians displayed earlier this year may be waning as we approach the federal election, thereby giving politicians an out as far as taking meaningful action is concerned. Do you have a sense that the same commitment that you heard three months ago is still there today? The thing I've learned in the last three months with the unmarked graves and you know signing child welfare is many proud Canadians, are putting their shield down, and they're now admitting, I don't know much about the truth. This is huge, Roy. Like, this is huge. Indigenous people have been saying this for decades, for generations. So, you know, the opportunity is now. But as long as you keep Indigenous issues directly involved with MPs, I do strongly believe we're going to be spinning tires for a whole other generation. I, I don't know the exact answer. I do have ideas. But, you know, to, to have Canada on its own canoe, and I'm going to use an ideology of two canoes really quickly, Roy. Canada's canoe going down the river. We, we're the G7 country. We're, we're looked at in this world as a developed country, one of the best. Let's strengthen that canoe. But let's leave the other canoe to heal, to invest, and that's Indigenous people within this country. Keep the politics out of it. Invest. You know, there's going to be the odd ignorant person that says, oh, that's taxpayers' money, or why you're just wasting money. This is investment. It was Canadian policies that put Indigenous people in this place. So it's Canadian investment that needs to put Indigenous back in their place. And we're talking pre-treaty strength, governance, justice. And I guarantee you, when those two canoes beside each other, Roy, this country will be one model that other countries would come to and say, how did they do that? Yeah. I, I, we have to achieve this. There are no choices. We have to achieve this. Uh, Chief Delorme, final question for you. The flying of the Canadian flag at half-staff, what are your thoughts? A flag is a strong symbol. I, I've been to, to, to just about every building in this country that, that has flags that I've been in. I'm, I, I love to, I'm a tourist person. I like to go and look at places. I've been to sports sports events where the anthem is saying with such pride. And, you know, when it comes to the flag, you know, when you lower a flag, it, it means we're in mourning. It means that, you know, something or somebody of significance that just passed. You know, Canada is awake right now at the reality of unmarked graves that Indigenous people have been carrying the pain for. So raising that flag, you know, would resemble that Canada you know, is, 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 you know, moving forward, but lowering it will continue to honor the unmarked. We got 60 residential schools to go plus in this country. This is going to be three, four years in the making, if not more. So, you know, we got to be prepared for every unmarked grave story to come forward. And that flag may go up, may stay down. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a tough situation, but Canada, you know, prepare we're going to be in mourning for probably three to five years and we and that's only if we react correctly and then you know at some point when that flag is raised high every proud Canadian can look at it and say listen there was four to five years of tough times of reality of truth but you know let's let's focus on reconciliation now so that would be my answer at this time Roy. 
If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 